host back here on Jared the Boss Man Show with Coach Jeff Jones of Old Dominion Monarchs, Conference USA Champions. How's that sound, Coach? <laughs> That's got a pretty good ring to it. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes, indeed. In the big dance for the first time since 2011 at Old Dominion, I know the community of Norfolk's going crazy and the students are living it up. I saw your, the small party you guys had last night. So how's the community right now? How's the buzz over there? Uh, it's big. Uh, it, you know, it's exciting. It's been a while since ODU's been in the, in the tournament. And uh, uh, I think everybody's thrilled to, to be back. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we, we have uh, as good a showing as we can possibly have. Yes, indeed, Coach. This is a 26-win season. This is your fourth 25-plus win since your time at ODU. No no less than 18 wins in your whole time there. So how does it make you feel as being the coach of ODU and the players you've had in your, your six years at ODU, the confidence where you've won at least 18 games in your tenure, 25-plus for the six years you've been there? Well, you know, it's it's, it's exciting. It, it uh, you know, it feels good. We, we've, we've enjoyed – uh, a lot of uh, success, a lot of regular season success, but uh, you know, this year being able to cross that threshold and get to the uh, to, to the big dance uh, makes it even more special. But we're very proud of what we've done, and you know, the funny thing is that that 18 win season uh, that's that's a little bit of the the, the outlier. Uh, that was after that was the year uh, after the team had won five games, and we came in and were able to you know flip things around, win 18 games. It was a 13-game turnaround. So, uh, you know, that the, the 18 doesn't sound as good as 25 or 26, but uh, to turn it around uh, in, in that, that first year uh, was, was a big step in the right direction for us, and we just want to, you know, keep moving forward as, as, as best we can. And, Coach, you had a tough three days in Frisco. You had to play UAB, <laughs> La, La Tech, and Western Kentucky. And UAB just, just beat you six days prior. So having your team game tough and tournament tough, I think, will help you against Purdue coming up here. But let's talk about Frisco. How was that, that gauntlet you had down there, man? Well, it, was, it wasn't easy. Um, you know, and, and as I told the players, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And, uh, you know, we, we, we kept battling and, and guys made big plays, but, uh, you know, fortune smiled on us and, and we were able to win two, uh, two games essentially at, at the buzzer in the quarter, quarterfinals and semifinals, uh, which, which kind of made, you know, the championship game. We won by six. That was almost like a blowout. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. right. Um, but you know the, the the thing about this team for us is that um, they they've been in these close games all year long, so I, I don't think it really has has any you know huge effect on them when we're in a tight game. That's that's kind of what we're used to. Yes, it is. It's all about the matchup with Purdue, Coach. Uh, you know they, they've. They're a great team out of Big Ten. You know, you guys control the tempo. You guys defend very well. As we see, you hold teams under the, the low percentages with the way you guys play. So we break down this matchup with Purdue as you look at the film here with your guys as you prepare for this matchup. What do you say for them guys on the film? What do you have to do to beat the ballmakers and upset these guys as a 14 seed? Well, you know, number one, I think the biggest thing for, for us, because at times we've been offensively challenged, and that's a, a nice way of saying it. You know, we, we've struggled to score at times this year. You know, we, we need, uh, you know, B.J. Stiff to, to kind of get back in rhythm. He's, he's, he's been off. Uh, we've been able to win despite him not shooting the ball well. But we're going to need B.J. to knock down some shots. And then Ahmad Caver and, and Xavier Green in the backcourt, you know, we're, we're going to need, uh, you know, them to, to be able to, uh, to score some points, you know, we, we will, we'll work defensively and I, you know, I think we'll compete and do a good job, but 
you know, with, with players like uh, uh, Harms inside and, and, and uh, you know, Eifert uh, at, at the four spot and Carson Edwards, obviously probably the best known of the Purdue, Purdue players, uh, averaging about 23 a game. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're very good. Uh, uh, they, they've got a lot of balance at the offensive end and create a lot of different problems. They're a team that has been playing extremely well down the stretch. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited about the opportunity. Obviously, we're the underdog. Uh, that, that's not going to affect us a whole lot. We're going to go in there and we'll go, you know, we'll go straight at them and we'll see what happens. What's good about your team, Coach, is you guys have won, and you won through a gauntlet, and you know you've went through things this year. But stay, when you have a team that's won, I tell you what, no matter how major or not, you guys will compete like hell. I know you will, Coach, and I'll be cheering for you guys. I want you guys to get the job done and bust that bracket, man. Well, that's 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 the goal. That's the intention. Uh, you know, a lot of work between now and, and Thursday night uh, to to try to get ready, and and as we say to the players, to earn that right. Uh, but uh, you know we'll be out there and we'll be competing and uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens. But we're we're just excited to be part of the the, the entire event. Well, Coach Jones, thank you for your time today. We'll talk to you real soon, Coach. And best of luck to you, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right, folks. It's Jeff Jones on the Boss Man Show. My heart skips keeping the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me. Let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. I think you know what you're doing to me, you got With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. I was back in the Jared the Boss Man show. We're joined by Georgia State Panthers head coach, a friend of the show, Coach Ron Hunter. Back in the big dance once more. Coach Hunter, how things over there at GSU, man? Man, it's great. Glad to be back in the tournament. And, you know, it never gets old. It's our third time in five years. So this doesn't get old. We're excited and uh, ready to get going. Now, Coach, what does what this mean to you personally and in your program? Three times in five years, out of your eight years at Georgia, Georgia State, Coach, you have had six winning seasons of 20 or more wins. So what does it mean for you, just for, for your whole program, what you've established here, moving from CAA, moving down to Sunbelt Conference, what you guys have done in your time at GSU? Well, it's been great. I mean, you know, we, we, we wanted to build a, a, a culture of winning. And we've been able to do that, winning at a high level. It's really hard to sustain this at a mid-major level. And we've been able to do this over the eight-year period. And that's probably the most impressive thing and the thing that we're really proud of. Now, Coach, I, I, I remember you said this back in the day when your friends told you you shouldn't take a job that's where you play on third floor, Coach. And I mean, I think it's a great thing you play on third floor. And I'm actually glad you, your friends were wrong and you build something great here at GSU. Yeah, I tell you what, those same guys that uh, that said that would love to have my job right now. So, uh, again, sometimes when you when you get a job, no matter what it is, you got to make it your own, and you got to do the best you can with it. And uh, you know, and, and that's what we're able to do. And, and this is a great situation now. And uh, I'm just really happy with what we've been able to accomplish at uh, Georgia State during this tenure. Now, coach, I've been beating this this drum, coach. Georgia State is the best school in Georgia. It's the best school program-wise, winning artistic-wise. I believe you've done the best job in the state the last eight years for winning games, Coach. So how do you feel about that when people kind of realize for real, hey, GSU is the best school in the state of Georgia, talent-wise, coaching-wise, and winning-wise? Well, the great thing about it is that we've backed it up. It's not just us having that conversation. Everything we've done, we've backed it up from beating people uh, to getting to the tournament, to get, which is a big thing, in our, in, of course, in, uh, in our business. So – uh, again, they're, what you're just telling people are facts. This isn't something made up. 
this isn't something that we just can argue about. These are facts, and uh, uh, we've backed every everything we've said. We've backed it up. And some belt tournament, coach, you played two games, coach. When I watched your defense, coach, you got out there real good against those teams out there in New Orleans, coach. So, how you feel about your, your defense and what you all did to Arlington, and holding those guys to 15 minutes via field goal, 22 missed field goals in a row by your great defense that you have, coach? Well, that's what we built this program on is our matchup and our defense. And, uh, again, I, I, our guys got really, you know, they got after this is an experienced group to understand that matchup. They play really hard, and, and we're going to take that same defense to Tulsa and play on Friday night. And, Coach, that's what, that's what I like about your defense, Coach, is not many people play the matchups on the way you, way you do it. And it's hard to prepare for. You don't see it all often, but you all have mastered what you all do so well from what, how you lay that foundation, Coach. Do you all feel like that helps you when you play against teams that are high majors who don't see there all the time? You can cause them a lot, a lot of trouble. Plus, you got great talent on your roster with DeMarcus and Malik and those guys. Well, no question. This, this, our, our defense or our system is actually built for postseason play because, you, like you said, you don't have any time to prepare for it. And this isn't something that you see a lot, and, and our system is really unique in that regard. And so that's one of the reasons why we, we have so much success in a non-conference season because, again, if you haven't seen this, it's really hard to kind of get adjusted to. So uh, it's something that uh, you know I've done since I've been head coach over 25 years, and it's been extremely successful. And, Coach, uh, let's talk about Sunbelt Conference Tournament one more, one more time. Malik Benlivy, we talked about him last time on the show, Coach. He got the most outstanding player of the, the tournament, Coach. He's the show, he's, living, he's truly a Panther through and through. He's all about that Panther life and that Panther pride. So, Coach, let's talk about him a little bit more about how great he plays in New Orleans and what he's been into you all year. Plus, all the time he's been at extra program again. He's our he, he's our MVP. He, he, you know, DeMarcus is a great player and, and, and has done some great things here and you know, but, but Malik did so many great things. And, you know, I know he was playing on a chip on his shoulder because there's no question if you can't tell me that Malik couldn't be first, second, or third team in our conference. And so we didn't have one outside of the markets, not one other player make our conference. And so our guys had, they had a, they had a big time chip on their shoulder. They wanted to prove that, uh, that our coaches were wrong in this. And, and, uh, Malik has just been awesome. You got there, right, Coach? And I, I, I'm gonna say, man, I saw all year long how you guys battle with Texas State, whether it be Georgia, Georgia Southern, at the top of the league. So, Coach, this year in your league, it was a, a battle for that, those double buys. It was really important. You only played two games, rather playing three games. New format of tournaments. I feel like this all this whole season, Coach, you was trying to get that that, that buy stage one way or another. And that kind of worked out really good for you this year as well. Yeah, it did. But if you look at our last four games, were against the other top three teams in the league. So it wasn't like we had to go beat a bottom team. We beat two, three, and four to you know we beat the second best team to to win the league, and then we beat three and four to uh, I mean two I mean uh, yeah three and four in the conference tournament. So we you know we end up doing this the hard way. We beat the best teams in the league. So uh, you talk about a team that earned this. We definitely earned this, and uh, whether it was a buy or not, so we earned the, uh, the the regular season conference championship, and we earned the tournament championship. You got there, right, Coach? I, I watched your guys when you played in Southern. You came, went down there on a single day and showed them what it, what it meant. You, I, I coach, I watched your team, Coach. It's like you all playing with purpose. Y'all was on the same symmetry. It's real symbiotic. I can see through a TV, Coach, how that much has been to your guys. How you had them guys engaged. How you had them fired up. It's coming over the TV. So I know we, we, when you're in the midst of it, Coach, you see like, man, my guys are really locked into this right now. Oh, that's exactly right. One of the things I tell my guys: you can't control the baskets. You can't control your playing time. But what you can't control is how hard you play. And that's the one thing that uh, my kids will do. They'll play hard. and But they know if they don't play hard, they won't play. You got that right. If they don't defend, they don't play either, Coach. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. 
Now, Coach, you're playing Houston. Coach Samson, those guys at the Cougars do a great job down there, man. So, what are you looking at seeing from those guys on film as you get ready for those guys out there in Tulsa? Uh, Coach Samson's done a great job. He can really coach that group. They get after defensively and, and uh, you know, reminds me a lot of what we do. They just kind of do it man-to-man-wise, and he's got some toughness with that group. So, uh, so again, we know we got our work cut out for us, but, uh, uh, again, we're not going in thinking we can't win or afraid, that's for sure. Now, Coach, we had a similar thing on Sunday, Coach. I was in a bar in Tennessee watching the Slucking Show. He was in Mississippi at the truck stop. So, Coach, talk to us. How did you end up at a truck stop, and how, how, how did that whole experience go for you and the guys? Man, it was crazy. We we were driving, and they said the TVs didn't work. So I said, pull over. And, man, we pulled over in Mississippi. My kid's like, man, I'm not getting out of this truck in this bus in Mississippi. <laughs> so I, went, I went in first to make sure it was okay, and uh, it ended up being great, man. Uh, the owner and, and the people in there, they uh, they embraced us, and we had a great time. But, uh, you know, they see these six, eight, six, seven kids from the city of Atlanta coming in. Man, they thought it was a hostile takeover in that bar. <laughs> I hear that, Coach. Hey, boss, that's what I said to myself. All right, Coach, I'm going to pull this off and make it work. Because you, you that smile you have, that great personality you have, Coach, you're going to want to pull this off and make it all work for everybody, man. Only you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great, man. It was great. Again, so it was uh, – uh, I appreciate the people in, in Diamond Head, Mississippi. I'll probably never get back to Diamond Head, Mississippi in my life, but I appreciate them. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Coach, best love to you this week, man. Hope to talk to you real soon, Coach. Keep up the good work over there at GSU, man. All right, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. God bless. Yes, indeed, folks. It's Ron Hunter on the Man Show. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer. All the stars are closer. Tell me what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, folks, you're going to the Boss Man Show. joined by the Montana Grizz head coach, Coach Travis DeCure, here with me. Coach DeCure, how are things out there for you guys going to the big dance one more time? Things are going well. Things are going well. Everybody's excited and uh, looking for another opportunity. Yes, indeed. What does it mean to you, Coach, uh, lead this program for the, to the big dance for the third time in your eight years out in Montana? Phenomenal. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that coach for a long time and, and never get an opportunity to see the tournament. For us to get here multiple times, back-to-back years, is, is an incredible experience. And hopefully at some point we can get to a, uh, an opportunity, take advantage of an opportunity, maybe get a win. Yes, indeed. And a few uh, 26 wins back-to-back. Was a great thing with shows your your team came back ready to play again, and you're gonna get Michigan again this year. So how are you gonna guys fired up to play those guys one more time? I think our guys are excited. Um, you know, there's there's two sides to that tale. Um, you know, sometimes you know these kids they only get to get there once or twice, and you like to have a variety of different opponents, but at the same time, there's some familiarity, and and it it creates excitement. Uh, it's an opportunity to have a crack at a team that we played very well against last time. And as you, I know you got as you watch the game tape, for you and yourself looked at it. Um, is it pretty much the same personnel, and you guys have gotten better since you played them last? And what are they doing different than they did last year against you guys? Well, we um, we we lost one starter, um, our man in the middle, and and then we had an injury to another full time starter. Uh, kid is our leading rebounder, leading scorer. 
Um, so we, we basically lost our front line from last year's team. So we're, we're playing five guards, spreading the floor and up-tempo basketball. Uh, they, they lost some guys as well, uh, but replaced with, you know, probably one of the better freshmen in the country. Um, so I think both teams are playing fairly similar in terms of their styles. Um, the thing we've always admired about them is they don't beat themselves. They're one of the better defensive teams in the country and they're efficient offensively. So you've got to find ways to create opportunities for yourself um, or it could be a long night. Now, Coach, I watched your guys late Saturday night in the Big Sky Tournament. Eastern Washington came out there and threw a punch at you guys, but your guys, both of them storm settled down and came back, man. So, Coach, talk about uh, the, your, your team's fight out there on boards and how they Eastern Washington gave them, gave you all a great shot, but, man, you all overcame and played well and got the job done in Boise. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, in a one-bit league, you know, we play everyone twice in our conference, and you, you got to come back and beat three teams three times, um, which is very difficult to do. Um, and, and so, you know, Eastern Washington's a team that's played us very tough over the years. Uh, they're just down the road from us, so, you know, they see themselves as rivals to the University of Montana, so it's a game they get up for. Um, and then they themselves have been in the Final Four here three out of the last five years into the finals twice or three times actually in five years we've played them in the finals so uh it's starting to be familiar territory for both programs yes indeed and coaches i watched that game man i feel like your team really got after defensively you know they say stuck with it they didn't get down but defensively you turn that heat up on those guys to get to another other level man it just i was like wow you know i just always look in your guys eyes on from the tv man they was really into it and ready to get that job done push that ticket to the big dance yeah, that's the biggest thing for us is is, is getting stops. We're a good transition team, um, and, and we want to get down and transition as much as possible. The best way to do that is to get stops. Um, they got off to a good start offensively. They made tough shots. They made big shots. And uh, once we were able to slow them down in the second half and, and get some consecutive stops, uh, that led to the transition and, and the run. And uh, we, we play the, the game. is all about runs, right? The team that can make the most runs typically wins. And uh, we were able to do that at the right time. And Coach Bobby Moorhead, I, I saw watched him. Man, he's been your senior leader, man. He's he's played the most games for you guys, man. Over hundred games, over thirty games, rather for your for your team, man. Speak about what he's meant to your program, what the last legacy he'll leave as he moves on after your season. He's an Iron Man. Um, Thursday night, he'll break the record for most games played uh, in a career at the University of Montana, which means a lot. He's never missed a practice, never missed a game committed to success uh you know he's a young man that was brought in here to shoot the ball score the ball and, and became our defensive stopper the last couple of years uh which has allowed us to win championships back-to-back years so uh he exemplifies what we're about in terms of competing on and off the floor he's a phenomenal student graduating four years with over 3.0 gpa in business so uh he, he's the guy that sets example for us and everybody kind of follows suit and Amar Rory, the tournament MVP. Uh, what the what the coach thinking out there not giving him the player of the year out there, man? I mean, I'm telling you, that dude is, is a baller, man. He second half he came out knocking down them shots for you guys, spurred that run for you, man. And I, I, I saw why he's MVP, man. He he has that get it and go about him. He's like, his time to go. It's go time. I'm gonna put on a show here and get us to get us to the finish line here. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you know, there's a lot of scores in our league. Every year there's there's three, four guys that score over 20 a game. And um, we've had some guys reach some, some pretty serious accolades in terms of all-time career scoring records in the conference. And 
uh, you know, it, it is what it is. The scorers are the ones that get the most votes. But, you know, for us, our program is more about winning championships and hanging banners. And uh, I think he got the most important one, which is the tournament championship MVP. You got that right, Coach. And for your guys, I feel like for your team, Coach, that you all are tournament ready because every night in the big sky, those teams give you – giving you that best shot. When I talk to guys in your league, whether it be Eastern Washington coach, Randy Raydown, Weber, all, all those guys always say, well, ain't going to beat the Montana Grizzlies. Cause, so every night you get everybody's best shots. I feel like you're tournament ready because you know every night these teams want to give you their best shot every night there. No, no question. Um, you know, that's what tradition brings is, is a level of expectation. You expect to win every night. On the flip side, you're going to get everybody's best punch every night. It's a game that everyone's going to get up for. Um, which makes it very difficult for our guys. You know, you play 20 games in conference. It's just, it's just hard um, to be at your best for 20 consecutive nights. And uh, We were able to get 16 of them, uh, which, you know, led us into a championship, and then we built some momentum going to the conference tournament. Now, Coach, how has that moved the boys? Yeah, this first year you guys and boys have a three-year deal of the Biscott tournament and boys. How was the environment out there? It seemed like it was pretty cool from watching on TV there. Yeah, it was good for us. It was a lot closer to home. Um, and, and with that, we, we had a pretty good crowd. Um, I think 2,500 people for, of our own uh, there for the championship game. And so we had really good momentum and, and energy behind us while we made our run. And, Coach, before I let you go, man, I got some friends out there in Bothell, Washington who wanted me to tell you they'll be cheering, <laughs> cheering for you, Coach. They're out there in Bothell, man. They said, basically tell uh, Coach Nakira that we're cheering for him. We want him to do well. So, I know you got those roots in Seattle, man. So, I wanted to make sure my people out there let them know they're still cheering for you out there in Seattle, Coach. Oh, man, the good old Kinko Conference. Tell them I said thanks and go Griff. Yes, indeed. Coach, best of luck to you, man. We'll be cheering for you, man. Get the FM session. Get those guys ready to go, Coach. Appreciate it. We'll give them our best. All right, Coach. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. That's Travis Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, we're back on the Jared the Boss Man Show. We're with the Utah State Aggies head coach Craig Smith, winners of the Mountain West. You saw him on CBS, get the job done. Coach Smith, high life out there in Logan, Utah, man. Uh, it is unbelievable. March Madness is here. We walk outside of the gym after practice, and it's sunny. And it's beautiful, and the weather's changing, and and NCAA tournament starts today, and uh, it's a beautiful time of year, any year, but especially when you're still playing, and and when you get your dancing shoes on. So uh, life couldn't be much better. I got to tell you. Now, what does it mean to you, Coach? Year one at Utah State, twenty-eight wins. And you just you just come in, you set, set, set the tone really well, Coach, and your guys bought into you and your staff. And look at where you had 28 wins, playing in March, going out here to Columbus to play a great Washington team under Coach Hopkins out there. So I can only imagine your guys are hyped up for this. <laughs> well, our guys are so fired up, and, and we had an outstanding practice today. And obviously Washington's a 
is the comp, you know, the Pac-12 conference champions, and they're, they're very well coached. And Coach Hopkins does a great job. And um, but we've had an outstanding year. You know, we uh, we we had a few down years here in the Mountain West, and and like I said in the press conference almost a year ago, let's get Utah State back where it belongs on top of the Mountain West. And obviously, we tied for the regular season championship with a really really good Nevada team, a team that's been ranked in the top 10 most of the year and top 20 all year. And, and then we were able to go into the conference tournament and, and validate, so to speak, our regular season championship by um, beating South Dakota, or excuse me, South Dakota State when I was at South Dakota, but SDSU, right? San Diego State, uh, who was the defending tournament champions. And that program has won the most uh, Mountain West championships in the history of the Mountain West. So, um, that was a pretty big obstacle for us, and uh, we played really good basketball for three straight days. And in JR, now we're, we're really r- riding a good wave. We won ten in a row. We've been able to win seventeen of our last eighteen, and and uh, we're actually for the first time in I can't remember how long, but we're ranked in the top twenty-five. We're ranked twenty-fifth in the country uh, in the last regular season poll. So it's been an exciting year. We have an unbelievable group of young men in our program. Sam Merrill might be the uh, the best player that not many people have heard of. He ended up being the player of the year in the Mountain West. He's a 6'5 guard that can really do it all. Um, going into the year, he was really renowned as one of the best shooters in the country, but he's really developed his game, become much more of a playmaking guard. And not only can he go get some buckets, but he really creates a lot of easy opportunities for our guys. And so um, he's been a catalyst for us all year. But it's just, uh, you know, every coach loves their team. I'm so blessed to be able to coach these guys, and they're a competitive group. We're one of the 50 youngest teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Of our 12 guys that dress, we have six freshmen. So we have a lot of youthful exuberance, but it's a really determined and driven group. And uh, it's just been an incredible year up to this point. And hopefully one of our goals all year is to make the NCAA tournament and win when we get there. And that's – uh. That's our next mission. And, Coach, I was telling my staff today, your team set up for success for many years to come with them being so young and them getting experience now. They get a taste of it year one of you. You're going to lay even more bricks and more foundation for this program to grow even further and win titles at the Mountain West like you did this year, Coach. And I, when I, was, I watched your team on Saturday, Saturday night on CBS, I know that's one thing about your team, Coach. They was all locked in on both sides of the floor. It was all symbiotic. It was all on one accord. And I was in solid energy from you and them. I know you lost your voice because I know you was yelling and screaming like, like crazy out there. But I watched it. You didn't have the voice out there. This is over with. But I just saw how your team was with it. You was just locked in. And I know you see your being in the midst of it. You was happy as I don't know what because my your guys was doing what you said I was going to do and they were doing it right there for you where it counted the most. Well, you know, Jared, we were, we were, there's 11 teams in the Mountain West and some obviously some very high-profile programs in our league, and we were picked ninth in the preseason poll. And and but our guys are just—they never believe that hype. Uh, we really, I think, created a great culture. Uh, you know, I always saying good programs the coaches coach, and great programs the players coach. And our guys have really bought in. And we were at or near the bottom of about every defensive category last year in the Mountain West. And, and now we're at or near the top in, in, at the top of all defensive categories. How about we, we finished the regular season top 
top five in both defensive rebounding and two-point field goal defense. And since 2002, we're only one of four teams that have ever done that. And wow. so our guy is really committed to that end. Um, we're, uh, uh, the last time I looked, which was about a week ago, we were number 10 in the country in defensive field goal percentage. So I'm talking a lot about defense, yet we know how to score the ball. Uh, we scored over 100 points three times this year. In fact, last week in the conference tournament, we scored 91 and in the high 80, 91 against New Mexico in the high 80s against Fresno. And so, and then the title game was, I think, 64-57. And I think that's a sign of really good, of good team. You can win 95-91 and you can win 64-57 and, and everything in between. And, uh, going, you know, as of last week, we were in the top 30 in offensive field goal percentage. So not, and, and we're number 10 in the country in assists per game. So, like, we really pass the ball. As you saw, we really share the ball. Uh, although, against San Diego State, I think we only had 10 assists, uh, and a lot of that was a credit to them. But um, we're very, very balanced in what we do. Um, we have a lot of guys that are stars in their role. They just know what they're good at. And, and then we just play so selfless, you know, and, and really connected. So I can't give our guys enough credit to the buy-in. How about this one? A quick, quick tidbit. No Going doubt. into the season, we only had four guys on our team that had ever played more than seven minutes a game in Division One. So that tells you about our youth, and that tells you about our inexperience. But the guys have just really bought in. The chemistry is impeccable, and um, and we're just certainly looking forward to keep on playing uh, on Friday against a very good Washington team. And coach says like to me. Your team came a long way. I remember you guys were supposed to get out there, man. You was all living the, the bro life, coach. All of that one what apartment, man. So you've came a long way since we talked last earlier last year, man, because like, I remember you was living the bro life for a while, man. Look at you now, coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it is amazing. Like, I can't just truly that what our guys have done and the buy-in and the leadership and you know, we said, because we knew we weren't going to have, like, the most talented team. There's a lot of things this team doesn't have, but there's a lot of things that this team has that a lot of other teams don't have. And and so you just got to maximize that. And and so, you know, I think we have great hearts. I think we're very unselfish. And we have a lot of guys that really know how to play and want to be coached. You know, a lot of guys say they want to be coached, but then when you coach them – and there's any kind of negativity, then they just kind of like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. You know, they kind of turn and run, and, and to our guys' credit, they really want to get better. And last year we had only won two two road games, and, and the year before that only three, so five over the last two years. This year we've won nine true road games. We've won 14 games away from home. And I'm, I'm rattling this stuff up not to brag. It's just a – It's just fast, Coach. You spit knowledge, Coach. Really, you spit knowledge yeah, out spit, here. <laughs> to share to share how far they've come it's been you know like the analogy i give is like when you have a child right like they're born and they're an infant and then they learn how to crawl and then they learn how to walk and then pretty soon they're running and next thing you know they're sprinting and it's been fun when you reflect back on the year and you can really think of different stages and how we grew and developed because it's always difficult when you get a new coach you get a new language a new style of play and you just don't know what to expect, and and it just goes back to our guys and how they really adapted and bought in. 
That's when I got for you, Coach. My girlfriend put it on the spot on Sunday. I was in Toot Sports Bar in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And my girlfriend, so they, they saw your name on the board. My girlfriend said, my boyfriend knows the coach there. He knows Coach Smith. <laughs> see, she put me on the spot like they showed your team. I'm like, don't do that, honey. I like to be a level low profile. My boyfriend talks to him. He's on his, my boyfriend's show. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> she said, hey, my my boyfriend knows that really pale bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she was saying. That with that crazy shine coming off his head. <laughs> Coach, you just made me uh, laugh. I'm going to take that short on, on, on the air, man. Just I'm like, baby, don't do that. I mean, don't tell everybody who I know. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but, but Coach, uh, it's good to talk to you, man, and share a story with you. It made me laugh. It made me laugh, but it kind of made me like, oh, my God, dear, don't do that again, please. But she did it anyway. <laughs> That's good. She's got to keep you in check. She's got to always keep you in check. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, great luck to you. Washington out there in Columbus, man. I'll be cheering for you, Coach. Hope to talk to you real soon, buddy. All right. I appreciate you, JR. Great connecting again. All right. Yes, indeed. That's Craig Smith on the Boxman Show. My heart keeps keeping the beat. You're not close enough, so that space between you and me. Let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music. Girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. All right, folks, back on the Jared the Boss Man show. Got one of our show buddies here out there at UC Irvine. We talked to him a few weeks ago. Coach Russ Turner on the Boss Man show, the Big West champion himself. Coach, how does it feel out there in sunny Irvine, man? Hey, man, life is good out here. Everybody's excited, and uh, we're ready to go and get our dance on. You got there right, Coach. I saw you guys last night. You had a nice gathering for the watch party, man. Tell to him, how's that party, man? How was that, that party last night? How the fans feeling? How, how's the buzz after you guys put a hurting on your the Titans at the Hunters Hunters Center on Saturday night there? Yeah, man, it's good. The people here are excited. Uh, we hadn't had too many of those uh, NSAID tournament uh, selection show watch parties around here. It's only the second time we've ever been to the tournament. Uh, we did it in 2015, and we did it again this year. And our people are excited. Uh, we, we we got lucky in that uh, we're playing here in California. So all of our fans are able to drive to support our team and see us play. And uh, I'm excited about that. Our players are excited about that. And uh, should be a good matchup against Kansas State. And, Coach, you should be rewarded. 30-win season, you know, that, that, that's like you feel really good. And the committee did a good job by rewarding you with that San Jose trip because, Coach, as you said it before, you are the best team in California, hands down. 30 wins, your team is <laughs> quality team, defensively getting out to people, making people tap out quick. Man, Coach, they had to right by you. They had to. Well, it feels like they did. And uh, I appreciate you bringing up that we are – I believe, the top team in California this year. It's unusual for UC Irvine to be able to say that, but uh, we're, we're having a lot better year than UCLA and USC and Cal and Stanford and everybody else out here. The only team we really think that could make even an argument is St. Mary's. They've had a good season too, but we went up to their house and beat them this year. So uh, we think we got that title. You got that right, Coach, and the, the Big West Tournament coach, 
defensively, you put on a show all three nights that you played. Now, you the, the second game was kind of close, an eight-point win there. But I think, Coach, defensively, you was locked in. And Saturday night, like I told you out there, late night, I was up watching it. It was over, over, over pretty fast. You tapped those guys out really, really quick. But let's talk overall, the Big West Tournament, how you guys played toward defensively, how your deep roster had an effect on those teams, all that tournament there at the Hunter Center there. Yeah, man, we're we're really committed on the defensive end to being good on every possession. And we do a terrific job as a team of limiting people's opportunities to score around the basket. We're number one in the country in two-point field goal percentage defense, and that's hard to be at a school like Irvine. Uh, but we've also got the depth that you mentioned. So I'm able to keep fresh guys on the floor. I think that's critical in a conference tournament where you've got to play three games and three nights. And we rotate a lot of guys, so we – uh we had a depth, I think, an energy advantage for most of those games over three days. It won't be as easy to do that in the tournament. Uh, but we're going to use all our guys, and we believe in every one of them. And I think there's great trust amongst our teammates. We've got a shot. Yes, indeed. And Coach Max Hazard got the MVP of the Big West Tournament. That guy, that junior guy, man, he's been doing mad work for you, Coach. Tell our listeners about Max and what he meant to you in that tournament. What does that mean to you when you play against Kansas State out there, San Jose, this weekend? Yeah, I'm really happy for Max getting the MVP of the tournament. You know, a lot of the old heads remember that uh, his grandfather, Walt Hazard, was the uh, most outstanding player of the first UCLA National Championship team in the Final Four. So it's uh, really a special thing for Max. I think he got robbed on the uh, all-conference teams this year because the coaches in the Big West put him on the second team, and I think he was out to prove something in the conference tournament, and he did that with his performance on the last night, taking over that game and propelling us to victory. Yes, indeed. And, Coach, what I was telling my guys up there is that your guys have some great symmetry, man. I'm watching your team, man. Look in their eyes. They're all together. They're locked in. They're focused on you, man. I feel like, man, you did a hell of a job this year getting these guys to buy into what your scheme, what you're telling. I'm like, man, when I'm watching your guys play, man, they're very symbiotic, man. It's, it's like on one accord. And I know you see it in practice every day, but seeing it on TV, man, it bleeds through, man. You guys are doing the damn thing, man. Oh, that's great to hear that it looks that way on TV, and I, I think that's real. You know, that uh, is something that you don't just have because of one year. I think we've got that because we've got a good program here, and I've especially now got great senior captains who are demanding of themselves and demanding of the other players. And that's a fun place to be as a coach because the, the guys on this team are competitive and they're driving themselves, and they know I'll, I'm willing to drive them too. Um, but they bought into the messages I've had for them, and uh, that gives us a chance on any given night to rise up and win. Exactly, Coach. Don't talk about your program. This is why I pulled up some stats here on your program, Coach. Since you've been there in nine seasons, you've had seven winning seasons, six or more of 20 win or more seasons, and 30 wins this year. So for you personally as the coach of Irvine, how does it make you feel as the coach, first of all? Talk about the support from the administration and the, just the fans and the community who really helped you in your nine years there get to the point this is a winning program. Irvine is known for winning now in defense, of course, but damn winning is the main thing you're known for now under your tools, coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, there is there is an awful lot that goes into that, you know, as you said. And, uh, you know, I really want to credit my, my assistant coaches more than anybody because uh I've, I've done a good if i've done anything well i've done a good job hiring guys uh that want to be great as coaches and as leaders of these players and 
Uh, our guys have recruited well. They've helped our players improve. And so we've steadily gotten better, I think, um, in the time that I've been here. And, you know, I said before this season, I don't think our program's ever been in better shape. And I know I can say that now that we're where we are with 30 wins in the regular season because that's, uh, that's really a rare accomplishment. Exactly, and you setting the standard like, hey, you get the job done at a high bar. Thirty wins is a, is a hell of a year, coach. And I mean, I tell you what, yeah. you can't you can't go wrong with that. Now, speaking of thirty wins, I can only imagine it. What you made for your assistant coaches recruiting and being on that national stage again, where guys, of course, here know about you, Atlanta know about you from on the show. Guys in the South, the Northeast, the Midwest, and now gonna hear about you, Sierra Vance. That's I feel like that's gonna help you in recruiting when you're trying to maybe get a JUCO guy, a fifth year senior guy, want to come join something special out there in Irvine with you guys now. Yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, when I grew up in Virginia, and had never heard of UC Irvine. Uh, but when your name's on that NCAA tournament bracket, people notice. And uh, it's been fun for me, the number of different people who've noticed what we're doing. Um, this is a great university, a really world-class university, and there's uh, all sorts of excellence here. I'm really happy that our program's able to represent all that. Exactly. Now, the matchup with Kansas State, Coach, I know you played him in 17. I know you look, look, look at their film now. How much do you go back to that 17 game at all, look and see how they're playing versus they're playing now on the coach Weber? So what's the, what's the preparation for you guys as you prepare for those guys coming out to pretty much a home game for you guys? Yeah, that's uh, one of the places we're going to look is uh, it, to that game where they they really handled us. I mean, they, they, beat us, they beat us down pretty good in that matchup, like you said, in 2017, which is a little more than um, a year and a few months ago. But a lot of the personnel are the same. For them and for us, I think we've gotten a lot better. You know, we had a young group that went in there and played them on the road. But some of the bottom guys on that team are not with us anymore, and we've replaced them with better guys. And the guys we've got have also gotten a lot better. So uh, we're going to have a sense for their tendencies because uh, their coach has been consistent in how he uh, plays certain things. So I think there are things we can learn from that tape. Uh, but the best thing I've learned is that we're a lot better now than we were back then. And I feel like, Coach, the main thing for you guys is do what you do. Defend and hit the boards and get out and run, get off the court and cause wreak havoc that way. I feel like when you, when you get a high-major team like Kansas State, they don't want a little guy that, guy that can run them and, and stand toe-to-toe with, toe-to-toe with them. So when you guys defend, rebound, and get out and run, it's going to cause them boys some trouble. Well, that's exactly what we're going to set our minds to is uh, playing great defense rebounding with all five guys attacking for good shots in transition and then taking good care of the ball if we can do those things we think we can take the game down to the wire and give ourselves a chance now coach how many people are you expecting to go up to San Jose with you guys you got you have a bus going up there with, with a lot of students and fans so what's the, what's the plan on that for you guys you know I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a great crowd because you can fly there or you can drive there. And uh, in addition to that, boss man, it's exam week here at Irvine. So everybody on campus is finishing up the work they've got for this quarter. And I hope they're going to come up on Friday and start their spring break with us. Yes, indeed. And the coach will tell you something real good yesterday. I was in a bar in Nashville as I was driving back home from uh, from, from, uh, from Atlanta. I was like, something this ball called Toots. And they, she, the girl saw me. She's like, I, I I know you. You talked to the coach at Irvine. I heard him on your show. I'm like, <laughs> like for real? Yeah, what's his name? Coach Tucker, nice. right? I'm like, 
Yeah. Hey. So it was funny that the get well, watch this lecture show. She's like, I heard him on on your radio show. I'm like, wow. Nice. Who would have yeah, known? Mike <laughs> off, man, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's all right for me and you. Yeah, I was like, I said, guess what? I have his new phone number too, but I can't get, I can't give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be giving that out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, can't give me that yeah. though. Yeah. Hey, my, my phone ringing a lot right now, and uh, that's a good problem to have. But I don't need to ring it no more. Yes, indeed. With Coast, have the best look up in San Jose, man. No, I'll be cheering for you, buddy. And I'll talk to you real soon, man. Okay, I appreciate you having me and you see Irvine on the show, man. All right, folks. Russ Turner here on the Boston Show. People check them out in San Jose. Check for those guys at the Anders. Welcome them to get the 31st win against Kansas State people. We out here, man. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. All right, folks, back in the Jared the Boss Man show. We're here with Abilene Christian Wildcats coach Joe Golding. Coach Golding, how are things at Abilene? I think it's pretty wild down there right now with you guys going to Jacksonville to play the Wildcats of Kentucky here on, in Jack, here this week. It's crazy, man. First time to ever go to the NCAA tournament. It's only our second year to be eligible. Uh, we just allowed our students to start dancing about 10 years ago. I'm glad we did because they were dancing today at chapel, man. We, we, were, we were dancing and going crazy and having a lot of fun, man. Yes, indeed. The coach, I want to go back real quick here. How was that transition from D2 to D1? What all goes into that, coach? And, and why is it that you was one eligible until two years ago to actually go to the big dance now? Yeah, you know, I, I, did, I, I could write a book one day. There's so much to talk about, but it's, it's the hardest thing I've ever been a part of. It's just not easy. Uh, made it a little bit tougher for us, too, as we didn't have a, a very good history uh, in Division Two basketball. I think we had three winning seasons in 30 years uh, when I got here. So wasn't a whole lot of success. And, and then to make that move to Division One, you know, the first year I think we went and raised a half a million dollars playing guaranteed games. I think we were I think we were at home in Abilene in November three days, you know, and, and – uh, uh, you know how it goes through. They told us that we were going to get to keep half that money. We never got to, <laughs> to see the half, you know. But it's, yeah. it's been tough, man. It's, uh, it's a grind. It's a tough deal to, to build a program. And, you know, the hardest thing probably is you're not allowed to play in postseason play for the first four years. They make you pay your dues and uh, make sure you, I guess, you know, I don't know the reason behind it. I'm assuming, you know, to make you really, uh, you know, to, to stay in Division One for four years and show you're committed uh, before, the, before they'll give you any, any piece of the pie and the money. So, um, it, it was, you know, you, we have a bunch of guys committed in our locker room that basically played 
uh, you know, for two years, some three, uh, that, that could never play postseason play. So I'm just so excited for our guys uh, to have the opportunity to play in the in-state tournament. And uh, we're just getting started here. We're trying to build something, you know, at, at this level that uh, this city and our, and our community, our university, can be proud of. And yeah, Coach, I feel like this is going to be a good recruiting tool for you, Coach. A good tool because I know Kentucky might not be the draw you want, but I'll tell you what, it'll get your name on the map. You play Kentucky, a lot of people will see oh, I believe Christian for the, uh, for the yeah, first time. The and they're going to be like, hey, that's a, we can go there if we play basketball, I believe Christian. They get to the they get in the tournament they, in the Southland Conference, a conference where it's great basketball from top to bottom in the Southland Conference. So I feel like, coaches, it's going to be a good opportunity for you and your university for you to put, put, show you guys, show everybody in the nation what Abilene Christian is all about. Uh, there's no doubt, man. I mean, you think about it, man. We're playing the, the Blue Blood, man, Kentucky, man. You know, one of the most historic programs, if not the most historic program in the, in, in the history of college basketball. You know, Big Blue Nation, Hall of Fame coach, five-star players. Uh, you know, everybody's going to be talking about Kentucky today, tomorrow, Thursday. Um, and when they talk about Kentucky, Alvin Christian is going to be part of that script and part of that story. And so uh, that's why we went to Division One to share our story. We've got a great university. We've got a great story to share. Uh, that's why we made the move. And what an incredible opportunity, man. We're blessed to be playing Kentucky. And I'm fired up, man. I'm going to go shake Coach Cal's hand. You know, I'm just a little West Texas boy, you know, that dreamed about it, uh, playing in March Madness. I wasn't a good enough player. I only averaged two points a game, you know. Couldn't play Division One basketball, so. Uh, you know, to be able to have the opportunity to coach against a Hall of Fame coach from the University of Kentucky is is something that I'll never forget. And coach, you have a twenty seven win season, coach. And first of all, tell me how does that make you feel when you hear it behind, behind your name and your team twenty seven wins this year, knowing what you golf came from this year for all the payoff with twenty seven wins and winning the Southland Conference tournament down there. Yeah, it's been an incredible year. It's been magical in the sense you know things have just gone right all year for us. And, uh, it's been a really special year. You guys know at this level, winning 27 games is, is really tough. You know, it doesn't happen very often. And you got to play so many guaranteed games early. You got to play so many road non conference games. And then I've got so much respect for our league. We got, you know, just an 18 grueling game schedule in the league. We got so many good players at this level. We got so many great coaches. And the travel is brutal in this league, especially for us out here in West Texas. There's a lot of long nights and bus trips. And, um, you know, to be able to make it and survive and, and win two games. Uh, and Katie, we were able, you know, to, to get the double buy in Katie, so that was that was huge for us. We got to skip the first two rounds and got an automatic buy to the semis, and so we had to play two games. So uh, it's been an incredible magical run, man. It's, uh, we said we we tied the school record with win, so with that win. So uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun, and, and, and uh, these guys deserve all the credit, man. These guys have paid their dues, and uh, they're going to be remembered for a long time around here. And I'm excited for that. And for them. And coach, and, and all year long, you had Sam Houston State being the number one, and you had New Orleans come up behind a little bit. I mean, it was a dog fight for a while there. She's going to get that second double bye there, which shows me again the quality of basketball in your conference, as I knew about. I've had, on, I've had on Coach Keller, I had on uh, Coach Cunningham as well, and those guys, and Coach Lester as well. So I knew your league was definitely a tough league. And seeing, seeing how the standings were, with you all being 14 and 4 in, in red season play with Lamar and New Orleans. Southeast Louisiana right behind you. Even teams that are a little below you guys. It's a tough night every night out in the Southland Conference. No, man, it's grueling, man. We got so many great coaches. Sam had a terrific season. Coach Hughes did an unbelievable job with, with his guys. And then obviously Slash went on a heck of a run in the tournament. He beat Lamar on a buzzer beater. Uh, he was able to beat Sam Houston that came in there at the top in the number one seed. Just an incredible college basketball game in the semifinals. It was awesome, man. Great atmosphere. Us was able to get the win, and you know I, I've got a ton of respect again for all of our coaches and our programs in our league, and 
you know, for us to be able to come out and, and get to see it so hard, people don't understand, you know, it, uh, you know, only one team comes out of our league, you know. So you play 18 games and then you go to a tournament and it doesn't really matter what you get in those 18 games. It comes down to one tournament, two days, three days, whatever. The hottest team, the team that's playing the best, the team that can take care of basketball, rebound, uh, make, make a few shots, and is going to come out of there with a win and, and have the opportunity to represent our league. And so we're really fortunate we were able to do those things and play our best basketball late. And, and that's what it's all about. You know, this time of year, you know this, especially being the national watching the SEC, you know, this March, I guess the SEC got a lot of one and done. We don't deal with one and done down here at ATU, man. Uh, we, we try to recruit them, man, but they won't answer the phone. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and our level, uh, it's, 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 there's so much pressure. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. I'm, I'm fresh and I went to a meeting on Saturday morning at 11 uh, before the game, and they, you're in there with the ESPN producers. And, of course, well, that's kind of a foreign territory for us. We're not used to ESPN, but they were, they were, they were talking to us, and, you know, they, they start talking about when the winners win, the confetti comes down, they grab the trophy, they're going to do this, this, the losers have to do this, this, and it became real in a hurry, you know, that there was going to be one winner and one loser, and uh, the opportunity to sell your university against the University of Kentucky, we're, we're just so fortunate to get the win and be able to do it. Yeah, Coach, being in Nashville, the whole arena is pretty much a Kentucky South, or a rough South, because, I mean, even if they play Tennessee, it's not like a Kentucky home game rather than a Tennessee. In Nashville, Tennessee, of all places, it's just a Cincinnati Elder Road team against Kentucky in, a, in a, their own home state. So I can only imagine the biblication will be full force in Jacksonville. But I'm sure hoping that one of these days that the guys will come to Abilene Christian, one of these guys will give you a chance. Cause, but at your level, Coach, you have to find the guys who are late bloomers and develop these guys to be great players. So, Coach, what is your development plan with your staff for guys when they come to your program starting in April to the summertime to get them developed physically, mentally, emotionally to play good for you and to blossom in that junior, senior year, or fifth year, senior situation where you can be dangerous like, as you are now? Yeah, and again, man, we'd love to take a one-and-done, man. We've never had one here, man. So, if anybody out there who recruits, man, especially in Atlanta, man. I know there's some players there, man. So if anybody wants to be the first one to done it at Abilene Christian, man, we can make it happen. But, uh, you know, we had to do this just for I'll be honest with you, man. We just, we, we evaluated, we evaluated kids in the summer really hard. I've got great staff. And then we just developed these kids, man. We, we brought in a ton of high school kids and we started developing them. And these guys have grown. They've worked hard. I've got incredible staff. Um, and, and you've seen the program just progress. And it's been a lot of fun to watch these kids. Um, you know, grow up. You know, in the world we live in today, man, sometimes kids are always running to the next thing if it doesn't work out. And we've not lost one high school kid through this whole transition uh, with, with this class, man. These guys have all stuck together. There were guys that played more minutes than the other guys. There were guys that didn't get the opportunity to score as much as they probably wanted to early in their career. Maybe playing a little bit out of position or doing some things and, and getting your butt kicked and losing a bunch of games when you're trying to build this thing. These guys never wavered, man. They never wavered on me. They stuck by me. Um, and we've all grown together. You know, they've grown as players, and I've grown as a coach, and it's just been a lot of fun to watch. Now, Coach, for my listeners out here in, in Atlanta and out here, I've got some listeners out there in Alabama. i got some out there in Dallas as well. Uh, so for my listeners out here in the affiliate networks here, who are the key guys for you, Coach, that really helped your team go this year? I would love to hear some guys, just shout out some guys on the roster, man, who really helped you out this year. And so if our listeners can key on these guys when we watch the game, because it's Kentucky is this week. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we've got three special seniors. Um, Jalen Franklin's been a, a point guard and kind of a rock and, and rock um, solid guy for us all four years. He, he, he put off the ball as a freshman. He took over the point as a sophomore. And he's kind of a fan favorite and a crowd favorite and a lot of a lot of fun to watch. Jalen Lewis, is this is like it's meant to be, man. We've been trying to get back to Florida. We try to do that in our program. We try to get guys back to 
play close to home. We grew up in Orlando, and so uh, when it came up, we're playing in Jacksonville, man. It's just incredible. So he gets to go play two hours from his home where he grew up, and he's our vocal leader and an unbelievable player. Uh, he was MVP of our South and Conference tournament, and then the other um, senior is a kid named Hayden Farquhar, man. He, he grew up in a town called Fort Morton, Texas, which is a town of about 600 people. It's a one-stop-like town. Gas station is the best place to eat at. Uh, it's, a, it's an incredible story, man, from, from where he came from to Division One basketball and, and to be able to play against the University of Kentucky. So uh, those three seniors have led our team all year. They've been incredible. Um, we've got a junior in Peyton Ritz that's played at a high level for us. This year. He's really grown up in our program and developed and uh, has played his best basketball. Probably hit one of the biggest shots in ACU history in the semifinals. Uh, we were winning the whole game. and uh, Southeastern put the lead with about two minutes to go. Uh, and he came down the floor and hit a three to give us the lead back and kind of change the game back in our favor. And so some say might be the biggest shot uh, so far in the history of AC basketball. So we've got a lot of guys in the roster, man. We, we lost two players. I don't know if you know this. We lost two starters three weeks ago. They were dismissed from the the, uh, the team. And uh, one of them was our big kid that averaged 15 points a game and a really, really good player. And one was a big wing. And so these guys have really rallied, you know. Uh, you've been around the game a long time. You know every college basketball team. And, uh, goes through adversity. The season's so darn long these days that things aren't going to go your way. And I think every season is based upon how you handle adversity. And uh, our guys have handled adversity incredible down the stretch for the last three weeks. We're playing our best basketball right now. Well, coach, I would tell you something. You're you're in good hands because get this, coach. Uh, last year, teams that came on the shelf did really well. Last year in the tournament, Radford, I can remember. I know they did really well last year. Georgia, Georgia State did really well. And Charleston did really well. And guess what? Coach Cohen came on the show from Northeastern. Coach Brennan came on from Northern Kentucky. You co- coach, I'm telling you, you come on the boss man show, you get some good karma. The coach hey, Cal told me, it's too busy for me. So yeah. guess what, coach? You have all the for show karma because hey, Coach hey, Cal could do this for me. You saw the big blue in person, man. I, I've watched one tape, man. I closed the laptop, man. I, we got a lot to figure out, man. <laughs> hey, Coach, I'm going to tell you, play hard, contest hard every shot. I'm telling you, the, they, they, the, the contested three, you're going to head up those faces. Those balls may fall short. So just contest hey, every the, shot. The ball's going to contest for those threes. There's a point guard's 5'6", man. There's about 6'8", man. So I don't think we might be able to contest his chest, man. I don't know if it's but well, yeah, coach, I'm telling you, I hope, I hope the show karma was for you, man, because it's worked in the past. So I'm definitely giving it all to you, man. I'm, I'm hoping you get it all, coach. <laughs> all right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Hey, coach, if you're in Atlanta, love to have you stop by and see us, man, if you come out to and recruit, man. Love to have you in the studio with us here, coach. You got me, man. Find me that one and done. I'll be there, man. No we'll doubt. <laughs> all right, Coach Golden. Have all a right, great bro. time in Jacksonville, coach. Talk to you real soon, buddy. All right, cheers. All right. Thank you.